and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. The purpose of this edition of Constitution Corner is to explain what legal documents you should consider if you or a loved one is looking at a potential trip to the hospital for any reason. I have been hearing horror stories of people trapped in the hospital with so many of those stories ending with a dead body within 72 hours of hospital admission. If you or a loved one is trapped in the hospital, facing treatment you don't want, or dealing with them refusing to let you leave or refusing to allow access to your loved ones, you have options. But what you do prior to admission can make a huge difference in the result, the speed of reaching the result, and the cost of the result. Now, our nation was founded upon the idea that God was the author of all rights, that the purpose of government was to provide political protection for those God-given rights. Now, chief among those rights was, of course, the right to life. The Constitution of the United States helps make this clear in what we know today as the Bill of Rights. In reality, they should be called the Bill of Limitations on Government, because that's, in fact, what they are. Now, to illustrate this point, look at the first 10 amendments, and you'll see a theme. Congress shall not make law on this. Congress shall not make law on that. Congress shall not do this. Congress shall not do that. And so on. All the way down to the magnificent Tenth Amendment, which says, in essence, in case we forgot anything, you can't do that either. Now, to really fully understand this idea, check out our 29-minute video, Overview of America, available at jbs.org slash videos. Now, how is all this related to COVID? Well, here it is. You have a constitutional right to your life that the government cannot impede. And to the limited extent that there are exceptions, there are certain things that the government just simply can't do. Forcing you to stay in the hospital against your will? No, they can't do that. Forcing you to take medications you don't want? No, they can't do that either. Now, unfortunately, during this era of COVID, the situation in hospitals is far different from the hospital environment or just 10 or 15 years ago. The reality is that you better be ready to fight for your rights. What I mean by that is you better be emotionally prepared and you better be financially prepared to enforce your rights in court. Now, as a former trial lawyer, and you have no idea how much I enjoy emphasizing former in that statement, I can tell you that the more ammunition you can get a lawyer, should one be needed to defend your rights or the rights of a loved one in court, the more successful the lawyer will be, the more quickly the result will be reached, and with the least amount of expense. If you have the documents I'm about to describe, prepared and executed in accordance with your local laws, the difference of a successful court action to help a COVID-trapped patient in the hospital could cost under $3,000 if you're prepared and over $15,000 if you are not. And no doubt, this is a life and death issue. So let's get into the documents. First up is a healthcare power of attorney. A healthcare power of attorney is a legal document that assigns the legal right to make healthcare decisions to another person. This requires that the hospital get written informed consent from that power of attorney, and this is critical. Make sure that your designated power of attorney is intelligent and a fighter. 
A power of attorney is a document that you should have executed, even if you and everyone you know is perfectly healthy. You can get these from the internet, but the correctness of them is so critical that I highly recommend that you look in your community for a lawyer that practices in a field called estate planning. Call their office and ask them to do a healthcare POA for you. I know lawyers that will charge $50 for them. Most will charge less than $200. It is worth it to have a lawyer draft this document just in case. It also helps to establish a relationship with a local lawyer. It has been said, a good lawyer knows the law, but a great lawyer knows the judge. If there's a hospital issue, I guarantee you that the hospital has a lawyer on retainer that knows the local judge. You would do well to have a local lawyer that knows the judge too, if there's an issue. The second document is called an advanced directive. This is also a legal document, and it specifies the types of treatment you want, more importantly, don't want. So you can say no to an oxygen machine, no to being put on a ventilator, no to monoclonal antibodies, and especially no to any medication that sounds like when death is near. Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information. And please share this with others.